ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Ted. I think I can rock in front of metal band now. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. There it is. <laughs> These are the noises I hear all the time. I, and see, it's funny. Some people listen to this and like, oh, that's cute. And I've. I I'm bet gonna it play is. it for the entire podcast and yeah. see how cute it is. I was about to say, but it's constant. Ow. It's good to see you, Ted. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good weekend? <laughs> well, obviously, I was having fun on Saturday. You were drunk. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that XFL, man. We went to uh, King Street before the game. Oh, all right. Okay, I get it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was having a good time. And oh, man, so, so much many fun. Li- I mean, as soon as I got to Pioneer Square, people were like, Ted Smith, can we get a picture? I was yeah. like, holy cow. I'd like to apologize to all the listeners that I, I, I think I was still nice to, but might have been a little uh, standoffish and gave off the vibe that I'm on a mission. Like, kind of waved and kept going. I mean, like, oh, getting of, stuff? Well, here's the deal. So, uh, first off, and I'm sure we'll talk about the Dragons thing, what an incredible time, right? That was so much fun. Awesome. My only issue, and it had nothing to do with the Dragons, it had to do with the people that run CenturyLink Field, they decided not to employ enough people at the game to uh, work, you know, the concession stands. So, I don't know if you tried while you were there, or because you, you, we had a suite, we were lucky, but, you know, there's no vegan options in the suite. No, so, I went out to get food, too, and it was the lines were crazy. The lines did not move one freaking bit. Yeah. Like, we got out there, and like, okay, we'll get you one of those vegan dogs, right? So we get in line. We are standing there for 10 minutes. We hadn't moved an inch. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Go to the next one. Then we notice some of the concession stands aren't even open. And I'm like, how do you not open? I get that the, the game's not a Seahawks game, there's not 70,000 people, but the lower bowl is packed. When you have the 100 level yeah, staffed, like because there's a lot of people, and a lot of people want to eat and drink. And everywhere we went, there's nowhere, the lines are not moving. Now I'm having, and I already have a hard enough time in like large groups of people, especially when people are pushing, and you're like a sardine, and like all these lines are in the way of everyone trying to walk, so people are bumping, and Sid's like, maybe there's a better line down there, so we had to walk around the whole, and, and so as this progressively went on, I started getting a, I started having a panic attack, like straight up. All right, I'm shaking. I'm getting really warm. I'm starting to get like that, like I don't know where I am, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Then I'm starting to have these thoughts, like people, people come bumping into me. I'm like, next person that bumps into me, I'm just gonna punch him in the face. Mm. And I'm like, okay, this is not a good way to be thinking. Like, and I'm not a violent person, but like I'm having this moment where I need to be, I need to get out of this situation, but we also need to eat. So now we're getting hangry. I'm having a panic attack and I'm trying to navigate everyone going, Megs, what's up? And I'm like, Hey, hi, <laughs> poor Sid's like, are you okay? I'm like, I know I'm having a panic attack. I don't know how to handle this. She's like, well, why don't we go back to the suite? And I'm like, I don't even think that's going to help. We need to eat. Finally, we just settled on getting a pretzel because we just couldn't get, I mean, we, the first quarter ended, and we were still in line. And yeah, we st- I mean, look, I, I'm with you, right? 
Because it was a circle of errors for me, too. Like, yeah. I ordered breakfast at the first place I was at. It never showed up. Yeah. And then, right, like, trying to get food was tough. Yeah. And then there was, like, chicken fingers, but somebody was like, I'm pretty sure those are for Thrill's kids. And I was like, oh, damn it. I'm never going to eat anything in this game. Oh, I ate one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was, I was just like, I was looking at somebody. I was like, man, like, look, I'm standing here telling you, I know I'm drunk. I need to eat some food. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. We, we used to talk. So apologies if you saw me there and I wasn't, like, my super usual, like, want to come up and have a conversation. Like, usually when people say hi, I'll just turn around walk off from wherever I am and say hi back and have a, try and get to know who they are and, and that kind be of better. Stuff. This was the first home game. I agree. And I've been they look, better be better. I've been to some champions some CONCACAF Champions League games Watch in that stadium. <laughs> Where it is the same thing. There's not a lot open. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. So I mean, I've seen like I've been to enough random Sounders matches where I've seen it like that, but yeah, for the for the NFL fan, it was like what the hell's going on? Especially when it's like all I thought was they are losing so much money. Somebody texted our show and said they waited 67 minutes to get a beer. Oh. Like, are you getting a second beer after that? Unless you bought two at the time. You're probably not getting a third beer. No. No. No, you're, it's like being on a plane. You're going to nurse that thing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, CenturyLink, make sure you got a full staff. Fire through the, those hot dogs, those beers, and everything else. That way you can make some money <laughs> and make the experience even more awesome because everybody was having a great time at the Dragons game. Well, that's the thing. Overall, it was great. I mean, I, I talked to so many people. The other thing I think people really enjoyed, which is why a lot of our audience was there, is everybody's like, it's just so much more affordable. Uh, dude, how many families did you see? Right? And you're talking, yeah. what, what was it, 25 or 24 bucks a ticket or something? I think the cheapest was like, like right around 24 or 22, maybe 20 yeah. bucks. And that's like, you're still in the 100 level. The, right. That was the other big joke we had, to, uh, like pre-gaming. Like 40 bucks is a club seat. Right. Everybody I talked to would be like, you got good seats? Actually, we have great seats. I was like, yeah. we gave like this whole joke. As soon as somebody knew it, sit at the table, like, hey, man, do you have good seats? Yeah. Actually, yeah, we do. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, everybody's got great seats. It's and only- you got them for $25. <laughs> Not as great as ours. We were living in the suite. <laughs> With Cam. Yeah, dude. I'm so weird. Like, I look over. I'm like, I think that's Cam Chancellor. I think that's KJ Wright. Yeah. And I looked at my wife. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she goes, yeah, that's definitely them. I'm like, well, how do you know? She's like, why? Because they, they, they weren't even around the area where I was pointing to at that moment. Like, I saw right. them. She wasn't there. So I'm like, hey, look, I think they're in there. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, why? She's like, oh, I follow uh, Cam Chancellor's wife on Instagram, and she posted that she's here. I'm like, of all. <laughs> and she's like, I recognize her. That's her right there taking pictures with her friends. I'm like, of all ways to recognize them, I mean, you recognize the Cam Chancellor's here because of his wife. The best one, I think it's Cam Chancellor's. I forget who it was. Somebody has a story about like their buddy's a DJ and they're, they're at like this house party on the east side. It's like yeah. middle. Have you heard the story? I heard. I think you might have told me, but tell right. it. Tell, definitely tell it. But it was Cam Chancellor. Yeah. So like basically it's like a pool party, whatever. It's the middle of summer, right? Camp hasn't started. Blah, blah, blah. So my buddy like takes a corner kind of quickly and bumps into Cam Chancellor shirtless. Oh, and it's just like. He said it just like his face hits his like massive chest, and he just felt like very tiny in that moment. Yeah, I'm picturing like out of a movie, like you tap in the chest. Like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but those are really nice pecs, sir. Right, or just like, oh, oh god, what did I just do? Like, sorry, sir. What's up? <laughs> I don't know if that's what Cam sounds like. Neither do I, but that would be funny. <laughs> you okay, little man? I mean, if you had the body like Cam Chancellor, would you not be shirtless too? Oh, I mean, look, it's podcasting a, shortlist. It's a pool party. I mean, I get it, but it just, I just love it. 
It's like I always say when I saw Jimmy Graham, I could not have been more awkward. <laughs> well, we saw more than just him shirtless. <laughs> right. I mean, that was like out of like some weird fantasy that most female Seahawks fans had at one point. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Well, you are. <laughs> All right, when we get some push-ups in, we'll talk more about the Dragons. I'm sure, but shout out to the Seattle Dragons. I honestly, I, I can't, I can't suggest it enough. Like, go, go to the games. It's a great vibe. The energy in CenturyLink was awesome. The pregame tailgate was phenomenal. Yeah. People were pumped. I mean, dude, I heard you were. Well, dude, you showed up to the suite, and I could, I know when Ted's faded, and Ted yeah. was faded. Oh, for sure. Like, you walked right up to us. You saw that uh, Sid was there, and you didn't even say hi. All you did is just walked up there, and you went, ah! and she's like, huh? And you just, ah! and she's like, oh, you're doing a Tatum impression, which I thought was like, that's a testament to your impression. Oh, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Drunk Ted was on it. Drunk Ted was on point. All right, why don't we get some push-ups out of the way before we start anything else? How to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. Ted. It's time to get crunky. All right, crunky? I found in the production library they had like a release of crunk music. All right, all right. All right. Time to get crunk. It's like an offshoot of DJ Snake. Yeah, yeah. Turn down for dragons. Let's get 10. Got the weirdest, like, kind of compliment, non compliment the other day. Oh boy. Is it like a backhanded compliment? But he meant it the right way. Okay. I was talking to an Uber driver. Yeah. He was from Somalia. We were talking about soccer. And he, I go, Do you still play? He goes, Yeah. He goes, you still, Do you play? And I go, Yeah, just pub league on Sunday mornings. And I'm getting out. And he goes, Do you know, he's like, I like that you like soccer. I just wanted to guess. You look more like weightlifter. <laughs> <laughs> so I, mean, I think he meant it as a compliment. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, all right, I'll take that. <laughs> Got these broad shoulders. Tech Talks. Starring. Vtex Mid. Give him five stars for that? Yeah, of course. Nice. Need some inspirational music, Ted? Yeah, man. Okay. <clears throat> so this Ted Talk starts bad. Why? Uh -oh. <laughs> because your friend Ted was doing a bad thing. All right? And it's what a lot of us do. And it's judging. And I'm, you know, same Uber ride I was just talking about. We're driving by a gym, and I see somebody in this gym, like, lifting a weight. And they're, they're, they're a bigger person, right? And at first, I was like, I, you know, like, like some bad thought. And then I kind of smiled, and I went, you know what? F it. Good for them. Like, who am I to judge anybody on their journey? And I realize sometimes, man, it, it's me. I'm sure it's you. It's everybody. It's like, you got to fight that urge to have the bad judgment, you know, and get back to building each other up. I agree. You know what I, I mean? Because I mean, there's a lot of people, you have no idea where they are on their journey, whether it's fitness, mental health, a career or whatever. It could like, be day one of what, in two years, you're going to see this person and it won't look anyone, they won't look anything like what you saw two years before that. Right. And we've been those people in those yeah. gyms, you know? So I just, I, I still know. am that person in the gym where I'm like, I, I'm afraid to do this workout because I don't want to be judged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Or I'm afraid to do this lift because I can only use a little bit of weight and I'm a big person. Yep. Yeah. So I just... I just caught myself and I was like, you know what the hell with that? Like, good for that person. They're, they're, maybe they're on the start of the journey. Who knows? Maybe they used to weigh 500 pounds and they're 300 now. Right. They could already be down 200, you know? Because, like, 
Yeah. So it just kind of struck me. Dude, that, that hit me the other day, too. I was at the gym, and I saw somebody, like, doing some... In my head, it was like, this does... That's not a really a workout. Why are they doing that? You know, and they were hogging, like, a machine to do it, and I was, like, instantly starting to judge. I'm like, ugh. And I'm like, you know what? Like, this is... I don't need that machine. If someone needs that machine, they can ask to jump in. I get it. Like, you know, some people yeah. get annoyed by that. But, like, at no point am I using that machine. But I'm, I'm mad at this person because they have, like, a couple dumbbells. And they're doing another thing right over that machine. And it's like, well, they have a little circuit that they're doing. Yeah. Who am I to, like, complain? Like, I, I hog probably a machine, too, from time to time, not realizing it. What's the limit on dumbbells out by a bench? What do you mean? Like... Oh, like that you're using? Like, I'll, sometimes I'll have two sets by a bench. I feel but like I, I think that's max. I'm the same way, man. Like, there, there are some people that, like, they have, like, six, seven things. And I'm like, yo. Right, because there's some exercises, right, you'll do back-to-back. Yep. Right? So, like, like a super set. Yeah, so super I'll keep set. two of, like, you know. Probably, like, the 65s and the 80s next oh, yeah. to each other. For you know your warm-ups, right? Yeah, 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 yeah just want to warm it up. Uh-huh. But I, I do. But there is one guy, man. He has like three or four sets of dumbbells, and I'm with you. I'm just like, it's too many, man. It's too many. Yeah, dude, save some for the rest of the class. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, but no, I'm, I'm the same way. Like sometimes I'll do like a superset thing where it's like I'm doing a push and a pull kind of a routine. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll need like a, you know, an eighty, a seventy, and yeah, get that hundred, and then maybe like a fifteen or uh, that's like more realistically probably like a twenty five, and then maybe a thirty. Well, that was like even one, like one thing, like one of the guys, my my buddy that gave me like a workout plan. He's like, okay, I want you to do like the the bicep thing where it's like you do 30 on your first set then 20 then 12 then 10 10 12 20 30 all right and i'm like all right and i kind of try and go into that like aggressive you know and it's like on a on one of like you know like the the barbells so i grab and i'm like oh 60 pounds no problem you know what i mean and i'm starting off and i'm like i hit like 17 and i'm like this is a bad idea. You know what I mean? Like, it's like your arms, and I'm like, and then like, as you get down to like the 10, you're like, okay, I'm doing all right again. But then you have to try and do 20. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping it down to 30. <laughs> like, I don't even care if it looks like I'm not lifting anything at this point. But then I look around and I'm seeing some guys that are just like Jack doing similar types of workouts, doing like with a 40 pound barbell. And I'm like, okay, I got to get that in my head. Like that people are judging me and just do what works for my body and not risk getting injured. Right, exactly. And I think I think for guys, we really have to fight that urge. Because there's always that, like, oh, I'll pick up a bigger one and stuff. But yep. then your form goes away, and yep. then it's just like, ah. But yeah. And while we're talking about the gym, I do have a complaint. It's more of All like right. a weird moment that I have with someone in the gym. There's this old guy. By the way, the, your gym, the gym's closing. I know. I'm not happy about that. What am I supposed to do before the mega cast? I guess I, I could just do push-ups in the office. Yeah. I mean, I do the gym over in Puyallup. I go to Northwest... Co, I think it's called. It's the right. one my wife goes to. It's cheaper. It's like 20 bucks a month, and it's awesome. It's nice. Like not super busy. Everyone there is super awesome. The people that work there are great. And for the most part, like, I never, I don't feel judged there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, there's not like a ton of people just like in your face. Oh. <laughs> You're trying to do like, ah. a, trying to do a workout, and all of a sudden, Ow. all right, ah. Ah. But this old guy, he comes in, he just starts bitching about like a nail on the ground. So the nail's still here. And I'm just trying to, like, change. And he's just staring. Like, like I'm in, like, this row of lockers. And there's, like, a few rows, right? And he's, like, standing in the same, like, so he could see my row and I could see him. And I'm like, what are you bitching about? And I'm, like, in my head. He's like, how many times do I have to tell you the nail's still here? And he looks at me. And I'm like, what? He's like, how many times do I have to say that this nail's still sticking up? The spike. I'm like, hey, man, I... I don't work here. Like, 
I can do Why nothing. Why is he saying it to you? I think he thought I worked there maybe, or he just didn't care. He was like old man yelling at the clouds. And I'm like, yeah, man, I don't work here. And, and he, then he goes, well, someone needs to fix this. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll get right on that. And I just like, I was like. What was it? it I don't even see it, man. There must be like maybe like a little nail protruding through the floor. Oh, all right. I'm like, what is I, this guy? But I went over to look and there was nothing that I noticed. Huh. I don't know. It's old people. <laughs> He's also the guy that like spreads out everything on the bench in the yeah, locker. Yeah. Like. It's, I got to the point where I used to use, like, I liked using this one locker because it was locker number 69, or it was nice. the locker above 69, so I thought that was cool, but I didn't want to hurt my back and have to bend over the whole time, so I went with the locker above 69. Yeah. So now I'm like, I got out of that little section, I go to another section, because that guy's always working out at the same time as I am, and he just spreads his balls on the bench. Ah, oh, it's so weird, too, how you get attached to a locker. Yeah. Like, mine doesn't have a ton of lockers, but I, I tend to, and then now, like, 2020, no rules, using any locker I want any day of the week. You know what? I'll do that with you. Yeah. Or sometimes when I walk. I've been on number 89 for like a good solid two weeks now. Oh, I'm at 425. Oh, what are we doing? Are we, are we not doing the rules or we are no, doing I'm saying the rules? today I didn't use 425. Okay. So I turned today. around and opened a different one. <laughs> Dude, how cool was that interception at the Dragons game? In the fourth quarter? Yeah, the one where the guy just grabbed I didn't it. see it, Steve. Oh, dude, I literally looked up. Sid and I were talking, and I was like, ah, what's going on right now? And I, I look up. Both of us look up right when it happened. I'm like, oh, my God. We looked up at the exact perfect time. Oh, I predicted it and then missed it. That's why Joe was like, I can't believe you bailed before the fourth quarter. He goes, you told me all morning there was going to be a massive play in the fourth quarter. Oh, you were already gone? Yeah. I completely missed it. Where did you go? Uh, I, I went on another mission to get food and then a friend of mine was leaving and he was like, you all right, man. I was like, man, I'm kind of drunk. And he's like, well, I'm leaving. You want a ride? And I was like, yeah, I'll take a ride. How funny. Yeah. Cause we, we, we did the Irish exit as well. Oh yeah. But I was way before anybody. Okay. Like we saw that and then it was like around maybe eight minutes left in the fourth quarter or so. I'm like. I don't know about you. I'm starving. And we're like, in order to get out of here, we needed to leave so we could get somewhere to go eat. We went someplace in Capitol Hill, some Mexican food restaurant that was amazing. There's a few of them. And I thought, oh, wow, we were going to beat the rush because we got there before 5 p.m. All right. We walk in and it's cram packed. Like, it's just, there are so many people there. Yeah. It's like, I can't even think of what the hell the name of it was, like like Falcone or something. I don't know. It's on like Pine. Oh, you're talking about... Uh... What's it? F A G O N or something? They yes, got a lady make, making the yes, t- yeah, yeah. That's I walk by their place all the time. I literally when I was coming back from the gym this morning, she was making the tortillas. Yes, awesome right, food. right at the front door. Yeah, yeah. Have you eaten awesome. there? Oh, excellent food, dude. The the carne asada was one of the best carne asada fajitas I've ever had. Yeah, and the steak was so good. Down the street, that was I was out the night before. Uh, Tamarind Bar, mm-hmm. Japanese joint, but they have the Taki Highball machine there. So if you've ever been, like, highballs are a huge thing, but there's only four of these machines in the city. They're big in Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's soda water and whiskey. But the soda oh, you water. Like that soda water. Oh, my God, Steve. But the soda water comes out at this perfect, like, super bubbly. It's like, and it's on ice in a mug. It's like drinking champagne whiskey. Huh. It is, it is so. You have to go there sometime. Oh, my God. And then they always have fresh fish or whatever. Like, it is. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because when we're driving there trying to find parking, my wife's like, that place sounds familiar. Why do I know that place? And she's like. I'm like, which place points over in there? And it's Bill's on Broadway. I'm oh, like, oh, Bill's off Broadway. Bill's off Broadway. 
I'm like, yeah, that's the place that Ted and I always go and get food whenever I go hang out with him. Yeah. She's like, that's where I heard it. Because like, she's always like, where are you guys going to eat? And I'll tell her. And no matter where we go, I'll tell her. Yeah. And then she'll Google it to see if there's like vegan options. If like maybe that's one day we'll go there. And so. Does Bill's have any vegan no, options? No, I don't believe that's a place that we'll ever <laughs> go to together. Like, unless she changes her mind and decides that chicken wings are part of her vegan options and awesome <laughs> meatball subs. Dude, I was telling that story the other night to somebody because I was recommending Bills. And I go, dude, I brought I brought Steven here. He was first guy to get the meatball sub. The meatball sub is legendary. It's so good. <laughs> I know. And, but you can only eat half of it. Yeah. Right. I, I like to cut it into six sections. That's actually a smart call. It's Because right, it's impossible to fold over. Because even half is too much. Yeah. I think one time I ate the whole thing and I regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. We do have some more Ellen's burning questions that we haven't gotten to, the Ray Romano edition, so maybe we'll do that. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. Um, I want to talk about how Ted has gotten with the times, and he's now no longer an old man. Oh, that's a good point, Steve. That is true. You owe me some cash now. <laughs> well, now I just got to figure out, should I write you a check? <laughs> My best friends call me cash. <laughs> the mega cash returns. <laughs> Unfortunately, these two idiots have more to say. The Megacast will return. Hug. Everybody's talking about the new Samsung foldable smartphone. But if you're a diehard iPhone user, don't worry. There's something brand new. Introducing the new iPhone 12 foldable. Everything you love about your iPhone in a new sleek foldable design. If you order now, you'll get a brand new iPhone 11, a ball peen hammer, and a one ounce tube of clear caulking compound. Simply place the iPhone face down on a table with half the phone extending over the edge, grab the hammer, and voila! How cool is that? Now pick up half the phone off the floor, line the jagged edges up, and smear some of the clear caulking compound in between. Doesn't that look great? Congratulations on your new iPhone 12 foldable from Apple. Hey Samsung, suck it. At the last Without a Cause Wrestling, Seattle's biggest star, Steve Miggs, proclaimed that 2020 is going to be the year of your local celebrity. How'd that go for him? Nick's got his ass beat in 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Okay, well, not as planned, but the year is young and Migs is back in Everett on February 23rd. Damn, what did he lose in less than 15 seconds? Oh, man! Chris Faith, him up! Was it everything you thought it was going to be? I lost. Bad. <sighs> Was it really fifty? Seriously, oh. do you have nothing better to do than to listen to this crap? Ted, Steve, they are dipsh. The mega cast is back. Ted, she's. I mean, I don't know about her. She sucks. I hate her. We're stuck with her though. It's the best that we could afford. Alice. What is this, the 50s? We can't get a divorce? <laughs> what is the church not going to allow it, Steve? Yeah, pretty much. They frown upon it. We're stuck with her. All right. Till death do we part. Hopefully she goes out the same way as Grace and we get someone better. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I lost in like 14 seconds. I can show you the whole match <laughs> on my phone. I answered Chris Bay's open challenge for the WAC championship, the Without a Cause Championship in Everett. Yeah. Uh, showboated, gave him a hard time, had some fun on the mic with him. Him and I had a blast on the mic. We're going back and forth, back and forth. And he's like, all right, I'll put up my title. But if I beat you, and I'm like, I'd put up mine, but you don't have a blue check mark, so I can't. Sorry. And I got a good fair, crowd. Fair, fair. And he's like, all right, well, if I beat you, you better get me a blue check mark. I'm like, that's not how it works, but I'll try. Put my belt down, act like a douche, turn around, gives me that black mask kick that Alistair Black does, like the spinning kick right to the face. All right. Fall to my knees. He gives me his uh, ultimate finesse, which is like another kick to the back of the head. Knocks me out. One, two, three, and I'm done. 15 seconds, maybe even less. It happened rather fast. But hey, congratulations to Chris Bay. Yesterday it was announced that he just signed with uh, Impact Wrestling. Nice. Yeah, so uh, on to bigger and better things for him, man. That's pretty exciting for uh, the man. He deserves it. He works really hard, and uh, he's a good dude. Uh, but he will be here this Sunday at Without a Cause Wrestling. He's defending his title against Jet Knight and Ethan HD. Oh, nice. Big three-way battle. It's going to be awesome. As, as Ethan calls it, two and a half black men. Two and a half. <laughs> Which is the funniest thing ever. Dude, somebody, uh, I don't I follow on Instagram. I can't remember his Instagram or Twitter. They tweeted a picture about how great their seats were at Raw. And I don't think they noticed that you were, I could tell you were wearing a hat. I was like, oh, that's Steve right in front of him. Oh, baller. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Bro, we got front row again. WWE right, this hosted guy up. was just so happy. And there's me. Yeah, we were looking at the studio and Miles was like, dude, check this out. And I was like, oh, there's Minx in front of him. Like literally right in front of him. Dude, it's always so awkward because I don't, I'm not a guy that brags. I'm not like, you know, the local celebrity character does, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like as a person, I'm not like, whoa, look at me front row. But, you know, I get all these messages from listeners like, hey, I'm in section 113. Where are you at? I'm like, I'm on the floor. Like, where on the floor? Front row. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you want me to say? It's like back in, like, it's back in school days when like, you get 100 on an exam, but you don't want to admit to it because people are going to make fun of you. I can't help it. I'm not going to say no to these awesome seats. I'm going to take them. Yeah, exactly. And it was great because then we we had front row at, towards the end of the row. So we weren't dead center where the ring was, right? Oh, I know exactly where you were, Steve. I saw this guy's tweet. Right. Well, then as the, the show started, my buddy Cooper, there's four of us. He's like, nobody's sitting in the very front center. So we just moved down. We're like, hey, when they show up, we'll move back to our seats. Like, All we right. just moved over five seats to, so that we could be dead center. Nobody ever came. Like, really? Because they're like the comp tickets for I was going to say, that's got to be like WWE family. owns those tickets. Yep, it's a WWE's row. They they hook up, uh, or most of that row is WWE personnel and staff, so they'll they'll give them the friends in the neighbor, like the friends that are in the area. Yeah. So that's how I get them. And so we're like dead center, and at one point, Bobby Lashley throws a dude so hard into the barricade, it nails the barricade, knocks over my popcorn and my commemorative cup that I, someone in the vending, in the, 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 mer- the, the whatever the concessions concessions hooked me up with a cup and, and popcorn for free because they're a big fan of the station. Nice. What'd you get, Sprite? A Diet Coke. Diet Coke. My watching, bad. You know, watching that figure. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I've recently uh, started drinking some Coke Zeros again. I was yeah. like, these are delicious, dude. I, I don't even like regular Coke. I like Diet Coke just because of the taste now. Yeah. So the popcorn knocks over as he does it. The drinks knocked over, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like. I'm like, boom, and he's, like, and he's standing right in front of me, like, you knocked over my popcorn and my drink. <laughs> and he's like right in my face. And he just like kind of postures, looks past me and just goes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you dick. I was like, that was like $8. Right? 
And my buddy's like, you got it for free. I'm like, he doesn't yeah, need to know. Right. He, doesn't, he doesn't need to know the truth. He's, a, he's an a-hole. Like, he sucks. Knock it over my popcorn. That crap ain't cheap. It was a blast, though. It's always fun. And I took my buddy uh, Austin Cubby, who wrestles. All right. And uh, he had no idea where our seats were. And I don't know until I get there, until I pick them up at Will Call. I mean, I assume they're going to be on the floor, but I never assume front row, so I don't tell anyone. Yeah. So we get there. And again, the tickets. And so we're walking in. He goes, hey, are we sitting in the front row? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> it's like he's never sat that close. No, it's crazy. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't even think about that. How cool is that? Like, you have no idea. You're just excited to go to a wrestling show. You assume we'll be maybe in the 100 level, maybe on the floor, only to find out we're dead center. Yeah, I've done that before. Uh, actually, we did the, the same trip. Years ago, yeah, with uh, UFC in Portland, yes, right, and we exchanged halfway through with somebody with Rick Jones, yeah, yeah. But I remember the same thing. I was like, he was like, yeah, they're pretty good tickets or whatever. And then when we got there, I was like, holy s, that was weird. Like, the front row, like they're coming, like they're entering the cage right here. That was the time that I legitimately was scared just by a glare from Brock Lesnar. Agreed. Remember, he was there because he, he was cornering. He was cornering guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he was like. Really, like full head of steam in the UFC at that time. He might, he might have had the belt at that point. He might have. You might yeah. be right. And it was right around the time that he got in trouble because he, I can't remember which sponsor he upset. It was either Coors Light or Bud, Bud Light. He said he was having one of the beers, and it was like the thing was sponsored by the other beer. Yeah, exactly. Right. I can't remember which way it went, but right, right he was like the hell with this. I drink this. Yeah. Let's just say he said I drink Coors Light, and I. So I see him, and of course we've had a few drinks and stuff and and in the front row and I see him like ah Brock what do you want like a Bud Light I got a Bud Light for you trying to be funny and he just turns around and looks at me and doesn't say anything just gives me that look like I will eat you alive I just like looked down and sat down and did not say another word until he stopped looking at me (laughs) it's like oh that was scary well the other one I couldn't can't forget about that is in the prelims right before it went on TV there was a heavyweight fight, and the guy, I'm trying to think of who it is now, because he ended up being a kind of famous heavyweight, mm-hmm. but he loses this fight, right? But he's getting his ass whooped in the first round, and it seems like he's going to quit. Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't break. He goes all three rounds, take the, took his whooping like a man. But when he's walking out, me and Ben just start clapping, and we're like, hey, way to fight through and you know mm-hmm. get through it or whatever. And the guy walks over to us, because we're clapping for him, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'll do better. Just like, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you should. You do not have to apologize to me. Good Lord. Right. We're just a bunch of out of shape guys watching you beat people up for a living. <laughs> but I mean, that was so real and intense from that dude. Like, wow. he felt bad about his performance. You let him down. Or he let, he let you let down. Him, right? <laughs> I probably sparked his career. That, when you ask it, like, when he's interviewed, and like, what was that turning point? He's like, the time I let these two men down. Yeah. In Portland. They were trying to build me up. And you know what? I didn't recognize that until it was too late. I'll never let that opportunity pass me again. So every time I fight, I think of those two men. So Ted, you're uh, you're jumping into the 2020 century or whatever it is. Uh, you're you're a man of the current ages when it comes to financial decisions. I heard. Right. Okay. So here's here's the whole thing. Me and Steve were BSing before the uh, before the cast. Steve has a large array of T-shirts, and I blame it on the fact that PayPal is easily accessible to every website. Because I'll be on my couch. That's a cool T-shirt. 
PayPal. Right. And so, now I owe a lot of money. So I was telling Steve, I go, I need to buy more shirts. I go, but also I go, man, you're making me feel bad. Like I always wear the same shirts to work all the time. And he's like, yeah, PayPal. And I go, what do you still use a PayPal? You got to get Venmo. <laughs> this is how it started. My friends were calling me the old man, the boomer, because I had PayPal. I had to get Venmo. Yeah. So now I have it. Well, I think now you're even out of touch because I think it's the cash app now that's the new hot thing. Jesus. That's what really? I Really? Everyone's like, oh, cash at me. I'm like, what the? I have cash. I will give you cash. Yeah. Do I have to make an app out of this now? Oh, man. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I also love, too, Mother Buddy. So for the Rage tickets, right? Because mm-hmm. Rage is great, and I love Run the Jewels, right? So I, I told my buddy Matt, I said, hey, if you're going to buy, like, if you're going online to buy tickets, just buy me one. Yeah. You did know you what get I mean? one? Uh, I did. But I didn't know his other friend was buying them. So I just get a message in my Venmo that's like, yo, four seats. You owe me $142. And I was like, who the F is this guy? Like, I'm glad he's offered me one. But like, I don't know if I know him. And then right That's the weird thing with Venmo. It's like a social media app, too. Oh, it's unbelievable. You can like... Like, I don't know, when me and Cobb do it, it's always like blood money for the bet. They're like $10 bets. Dude, that's Munson. I went on there and like you could see what other people... Oh, of course. So you could not even if you're involved in the transaction, you could just see what other people are using their, their Venmo for. Yeah. And Munson, I saw him like, he gave money to one of his female friends and he's like, thanks for the BJ. But he yes. wrote out the word. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like... <laughs> It's like the memo line in a check. Yes. Which, I don't know if you ever did this. Years ago, I lost my wallet. Uh-huh. So the girlfriend at the time I was dating, she was like, here, I'll give you some cash. And I was like, all right, I'll write you a check. And I thought it was hilarious in the memo line I put, for sex. <laughs> right? So Venmo, right? Which I'm sure any guy's done with a girl you're dating, trying to be funny. But Venmo basically is that memo line. So yes. it would be like... For popcorn, for beers, blood money, for the LSU game, pizza. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, yeah. That, the only bad thing is you could tell, like, if, if you tried to call me on a Sunday and now you see Cobb paying me for pizza and football bets, you're like, oh, so he was home on Sunday. I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find, uh, uh, Skip, we'll do that. So you do have Venmo. I do have Venmo. I you just don't, don't use it? it? No. I, I like PayPal. All right, next but time. I, I was shamed by the donkeys because we we're all doing something and they're like, oh, it's for the tournament when, when we do the classic in the yeah. past. Like a couple of years ago, and they're like, okay, send me 50 bucks. I'm like, okay, well, what's your PayPal? And they're like, PayPal? Right, so you got shamed just like I did. Yep. I basically got shamed into Venmo. So I'm trying to find like any of the Munson ones because sometimes he just, oh, someone bought something, for paid someone, he paid someone for parking. And then, <laughs> thanks, bud. A lot of people are like using these emojis. Yeah, man. The person, just a dog picture. Yeah, so Venmo, I guess Venmo, I thought was the new thing, but apparently now it's Cash App. I think the Cash App is the new one. Oh, there's um, someone did Blood Money also, Gibsy. Oh, nice. My problem with the Cash App is I feel like all the like girls on Twitter, like it's always like, for my private picks, Cash App me. So like when you say Cash App, I just think like social media kind of strippers <laughs> i know that's not what you would say but you know what i mean like follow my private account and you can get the see nipples or whatever they don't say that they just say follow my private account somebody's uh, like he's not really a friend he's kind of like someone i know he just has like a racist word let me see it uh, let me pull it up hold on let me find it again look at that first one i'm hoping that's for <laughs> something else well i don't think he's like buying Certain rodents. 
No, maybe he missed an R on cores. Oh, I hope. Like, what the hell? See, this is the problem with these apps. You get a peek inside somebody's mind. <laughs> the internet's a wild place. It's a super wild place. I'm not finding any months and ones, unfortunately. Yeah, no worries. That's too bad. Next time we go to lunch. Uh, you want me to Venmo you? Or I was going to say, you pay, and I'll Venmo you. I don't care how much it is, but I just want to put something weird in there yeah. so people can see it. That's so funny, though. Yeah. yeah it's, I think it's so random. Oh, somebody likes to buy, uh, pay for horses. A lot of ponies. Yeah. Ponies, ponies, ponies. Oh, it's, it's our buddy Casey. Yeah, because they're probably betting on that game. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I'm going to get sucked into like reading what other people are buying. <laughs> I was like, man, don't fall into the Venmo trap. I did, man. Put it away. Put it away. PayPal doesn't do that, Ted. It's just a one-on-one communication when it comes to the men- memos. <laughs> what the hell is happening? All right. Do we want to do a burning question? Or do you want to hear the most embarrassing thing I've done recently involving my child? Oh, let's hear the child thing. Well, okay. what do you think? Do you want a burning question? I'm okay with either one. Let's hear embarrassing. Okay. So Tatum likes it. I don't know if she does or not, but she seems to be at ease whenever I like hold her and I sing songs to her or I play with her when she's on the couch and play with her feet and I, sing, right. I sing dumb songs nonstop. My wife thought it'd be fun to record one of them. Ooh, I'm in. Okay. Well, that's what happened. I, I'm not upset. Are these real songs? No. Or are you just kind of making up songs? These are just whatever comes to my mind or whatever the situation is. Ne- like if she's coughing, I'll be like, oh, Tatum's coughing. Cough, cough, cough. <laughs> All right. So this is what I do at least three times a day. I'm singing her random songs. And my wife thinks it's the cutest thing ever. So she thought it'd be cute. And she recorded it and then texted it to me. All and right. I'm like, okay, <sighs> what do I want to do with this? Do I just delete it or do I share it with my friend Ted? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Well, this is, I don't even remember what the song's about. But I put it into the, the my Dropbox so I could play it for you. All right. And here is, uh, I guess this would be the first track off of my upcoming children's record, Songs nice. for Tatum. Everybody knows I pooped my pants. I'm doing a dance because I pooped my pants. Oh, I pooped my pants. So that's what's going on. All right. All right. So I got my pants. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the same way. Like, you know, like I'll sing songs to myself. <laughs> yeah. Do you like sing about pooping up. your pants? Not lately. I drank too much and I pooped my pants. Ooh, that'd be a rough one. My pants. Dance, dance, dance. We pooped our pants. Dance, dance, dance. We pooped our pants. Poop, poop, poop. It's in my pants. We pooped our pants. Is this pre or post diaper change? (laughs) This is pre. So the poop's still in there. Oh, absolutely. Dance, dance, dance. We poop the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We poop some pants. All the pants have poop in the pants. And we dance for our pants. It's not a good song. Ah, We poop our pants. Also, like, she doesn't understand a lot. We poop our pants. I like that I'm struggling to come up with lyrics, so now I'm just making sounds. Yeah, you're like Anthony Kiedis. I am, right? Boom, boom. Oh, boom, boom. Oh, there he goes, Kiss. We poop our pants. Oh, it's a big ending. And now we dance. What is going on in the background? Uh, whatever Sid's doing. Is she like making dinner? <laughs> she probably is. We love the poop. Poop in our pants. Pants, pants, pants. They all get the poop. 
That's the scoop. The poop in the pants. Poop, poop, poop. A doop, a doop, poop. All right. There you go. Yeah. You asked for it. I know. I was like, have you pooped your pants? I'm trying to rack my brain now. Like, I haven't pooped my pants in a long time. I don't remember the last time I pooped my pants. It was playing hockey. That's probably yeah, the last time I like, pooped my Some pants. of those trips, I've been wasted. I wasn't like, wasted. I just ate a, I ate a burger I ate raw before. meat, yeah. but I didn't poop my pants. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, we do have to uh, get together and, and figure out some dates. Uh, the donkeys want to uh, have another tournament in Portland. I heard that. Yes. Yeah. So we got to do that. Sometime maybe in the summer. I know. If you're in. The problem is, man, I don't know about you. Well, I shouldn't bitch to you. You have a child. So I'm sure you're wicked busy. Yeah. But it's like, it's the summertime. And as you said that, you could see my, like, uh, like I'm working and I'm like, man, honestly, I already, I have like two weekends open in the summer. That's All right. It. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, like it's my tough. my uh, sister, Jesus, my niece is graduating. Right. And then I got a bachelor party, two weddings. Oh, meltdown. Nice. That sounds like you're, yeah. I, yeah, meltdown. That's going to be a tough one. I think I might be missing that this year. I'll see. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Me and Joe were talking about you. I bet we, I bet we could get you sneak in just for a day. Yeah. For a night. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to talk to the missus. Yeah. I'd like to be able to go for a day. Yeah. At least. Maybe two. <laughs> I'll play it by ear. Play it by ear. I mean, at that point, yeah, the kid's old enough. Yeah. I'll bring the kid. I'll screw it. <laughs> That's a no. There's a lot of people talking about bringing kids. Not in our camp. No? There's a camp for families. Ours is not it. There's a lot of new people in the Meltdown crew that have kids. Yeah, and they should have fun over in the family section. Oh, yeah, they're not invited into the... They're out. You can hang out, but but I'm like... Well, I'm not going to say no offense. I don't go to Meltdown and hang out with children. Well, you hang out with me. Right. And during the day, bring them by. We'll say, hey. Yeah. I'm sure we seem, greet. we seem very funny to children. But yeah, I know people have already been talking about it. Like somebody has to stand up and say, no, Ted Smith will. Nice. <laughs> hey, we got, uh, we got, you know, let's wrap things up because yeah. I know the Glorious Sons are about to pop in and I got to do an interview with them, I think. Oh, nice. Uh, that's very exciting. Plus, they're going to be doing an acoustic performance. It looks like they're in there just sound checking. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Saturday night, uh, Emerald Queen Casino, Cage yes. Sport, big show, man. Uh, Tim Lewis getting a title fight. Uh, Julian J, Julie J, or Juicy J, Julian Arosa is back in. Like, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big night, man. Awesome. So yeah, so, get down there if you can, see, if, you, if you can. And that's Emerald Queen Casino. Correct. All right, Saturday night, Friday night. So this works out perfect because then Friday night you can come see me wrestle at three to one battle. Oh, I'll nice. Of all fitness, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about the opponent I'm going to have. So and there's going to be some, that's going to be a good one. Uh, so Friday night I'm going to be there. There's also Defy in town. So if, if you are a fan of Defy wrestling, that's going to be happening. Some great matches happening there as well. Saturday you got your thing, and then on Sunday head on over to Everett, Washington, without a cause wrestling. Your local celebrity back in form. We'll see what happens there. I like you go back up to Everett on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Everett is my home away from home on Sundays, it seems, these days. I love going there, man. Awesome. Yeah. Local celebrity hates it, but regular Steve Miggs loves it. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Are we on next week? No. (laughs) All right. No, because we're uh, we're off that. We're off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All right. So I just. I, I have a feeling that my wife's going to want to actually, like, you know, have me spend time with, you know, the, the beautiful little one and and do some ah! stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, so we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, as always, thank you for listening to The Megacast. Follow us on Twitter at The Megacast. Yeah. Yeah.